Hey everyone, welcome to Finance in a Flash. On this episode, we talk about cash flow and the enormous impact it can have on your retirement plan. And to help guide us through this important topic, we bring back our tax and planning expert, Aaron Campbell. We really hope you enjoy this episode. And if you want to learn more about us or our company, go to beaconfinancialstrategies.com. All right, let's go. Hey everybody, welcome back to Finance in a Flash. This week we have on Aaron again, and we are talking about the impacts cash flow can have on your retirement plan. Uh, Aaron, how's it going? This is your second podcast in a row. I don't know when yeah. this will be released yet, but um, I guess you're you're becoming more of a natural, more of a pro now. That's right. I'm, I'm enjoying recording these podcasts. It's pretty fun. So do your kids think that, you know, you're a celebrity or are they just like kind of like Chip's kids where, well, you talk about boring stuff. So it's kind of lame anyways. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that my kids have listened too much. I've, I've made them listen to a couple, but I don't think anywhere I've been on there. So I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll put that on the, the radar for the future week. Yeah. I know Chip plays sometimes in the car and his kids would be like, what, what is, what is this? <laughs> Turn on Justin Bieber. I don't. I don't like this. Yeah, which I get. But anyways, we'll we'll uh, jump into cash flow today and just go over a discussion on you know why it's important to manage cash flow and your expectation in retirement for cash flow. Um, and I'm just going to pose a question early on and why why is cash flow important leading into a retirement plan? Yeah, I think. I think people don't realize how important cash flow and living expenses, what the impact is on the overall retirement plan. And I think if you if I look at kind of a person's retirement and we we play with, okay, what if you spent, you know, a thousand dollars more a month or ten thousand dollars more a month or whatever it is, um, it, it definitely moves the needle on whether or not you can retire or not way more than any other decision, I would say. Um, we just, we've talked about social security and people spend a lot of time fretting over when to take that. But I would argue that actually that doesn't move the needle a whole heck of a lot, but, but expenses absolutely do. Um, and another thing to point out is it's something that people can control. You know, um, we can't control rates of return on your portfolio, but we can control, you know, what we spend each month. Um, and so if we, if we make a plan and kind of think through that, I think, I think it's important to, to really spend some time thinking about what the expenses look like because it can make a, a huge impact. Yeah. I, I mean, so, I mean, I think we could say, and I think you kind of already said that this might be the most important thing as far as retirement. I know a lot of people, like you said, want to talk about social security or even rates of return. Like, well, maybe if I'm more aggressive and I can get one or 2% annualized, you know, over, these last 10 years, like that's going to make the difference. And it's like, well, no, this is actually, this is the huge difference maker. Right. The expenses make a huge difference. And, you know, a lot of people will can just do back of the envelope math on this. They can say, okay, I spend a hundred thousand dollars a year. I've got a million dollars in my you know portfolio. I don't have any other sources of income. Well, that's pretty easy to calculate out. Oh, I've got 10 years worth of expenses sitting there. Um, and so it, it makes a huge difference. So if, if you're thinking about, you know, the less you spend, the more likely you are to be able to retire early, uh, to live, you know, have assets later in life, leave a legacy for your heirs and so forth. Uh, the more you spend, um, I would argue that you're going to be probably a little more stressed because yeah. you're going to be worried about, you know, 
is my money going to last? Um, and it, since it's something you can control versus rates of return and how the stock market does, it's just something that we, I think it's important to spend some time on. Yeah, I, I agree completely. And what, when we are thinking about cash flow and planning and, you know, budgeting as it rule, I mean, I think this could apply just at any stage in life, but especially when we are gearing up for retirement and kind of evaluating, can I retire now? Do I need to save up a little for, you know, a year from now? Like, what are some of the things that you think about first when we have the discussion on cash flow and budgeting? Well, I mean, before we really do anything, uh, we want to think about, you know, where are you spending your money? What are the big buckets of where you're spending your money? Because a lot of them will continue. Um, And then from there, we want to think about an emergency fund. Um, Because even if you're about to retire, I think you need an emergency fund. You need money that's liquid. Um, You know, if you need a new roof or your air conditioner breaks or your car breaks down, you need to have cash available. We don't want to have all your cash in, you know, invested. So that's something that we, we spend a lot of time on in the beginning. Um, and, and kind of the rule of thumb there is three to six months of living expenses. So living expenses are not going to include retirement plan contributions or taxes paid or anything like that, but just kind of like your monthly nut, what you spend each, each and every month. Um, and that's what we're, we're wanting to make sure that you have it completely liquid um, in cash, money markets, CDs, that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point to kind of list out those things as well. And still, you know, we need to have an emergency fund, even though, you know, we're gearing up for retirement. And, you know, I think this year, 2020 is kind of showing anything, <laughs> anything can really happen. Yeah. If you didn't think of, think of it before, you definitely do now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did you have anything? One, one, yeah. Yeah. One thing with, with the emergency fund and something we tend to point out with most people is, you know, pay attention to where you have that money invested. You know, um, don't just stick it in a checking account and earn zero on it. Uh, pay attention to the fact that, you know, ideally that's a long-term bucket of money. You know, if you, if you have three or four months of living expenses sitting in a money market account, then, you know, if you use some of it, then we're going to replenish it because we always want to make sure that you, you've got liquid cash available should you need it. Um, keeps us from going into debt and, you know, borrowing on a credit card or something like that. And so that's that's important to know. Yeah, I think I think that's a great point. Um, I think that's a great point as well. So when we're gearing up for retirement and, you know, I feel like a lot of people, you know, even me, well, when I retire, I'm not going to spend as much money. I'm not going to be doing stuff. I'm kind of going to be hanging around the house and maybe go to see family, this and that, maybe pick up golf, but you know, that's not too much money. And a lot of books, talking heads, kind of rule of thumb say that you'll spend 75 to 80% of what you spend prior to retirement during your actual retirement. Is that true? And um, are expenses actually lower in retirement? Yeah. So... I think expenses are lower, but I don't think they're lower just from, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend 25% less. I think really how they're lower is you're not, you're no longer saving. So you're not putting any money in your 401k plan. You're not contributing to an IRA or anything like that. Um, your taxes tend to be lower because you don't have the earned income coming in. But overall, the other expenses, I think they pretty much as a whole stay the same. So, yeah, while the, the gross number might be less, I, I don't think that you're actually you know, going to spend less on food or less on, um, you know, the big bucket items, I guess. Um, something that I think that 
I tend to talk about to clients with is, hey, you know, you're probably going to change how you're spending your money, but maybe the amount is still the same. So you might be traveling more. You might be, like you said, playing golf more. Um, maybe I'm not, you know, spending money on driving to work, you know, automobile expenses, or I'm not, you know, dry cleaning or things like that. Maybe I'm I'm not buying as much in you know, work clothes. But I think overall, I want I want the lifestyle to kind of stay the same if I'm testing a plan. Yeah. So maybe let's not assume that it's going at least right off the bat that it's going to drop 25. percent I mean, that's I feel like that's a steep drop when, like you said, not. I mean. You'll pick up different hobbies, but I don't think a ton change. You know what I mean? Like I don't think a ton changes right from one month to the next, and it drops that drastically. Right? No, I, I don't think it does. I haven't really seen in my twenty plus years of doing this where people have drastically changed their expenses. Yeah. Um, they might just change how the allocation of the expenses work, um, rather than the actual number going down. Yeah. It, yeah. And so when we talk about that we kind of have three phases of retirement that we look at and travel, staying home and medical. And if you could kind of outline each one of those on how we think about that cash or yeah. cash flow wise. Yeah. So, so the first phase of retirement is kind of when you're active and, and, you know, you've just retired. And so maybe you're, you're, taking things off your bucket list. So maybe you're traveling more, you're spending more time doing the entertainment things that you enjoy, your hobbies, you're volunteering, you know, you're pretty active, that sort of thing. Uh, the second phase tends to be you're slowing down a little bit. Maybe you're not traveling as much. Maybe you're not you know, playing golf as much. You're still healthy, but you're, you're fine to stay at home. Um, and then the third phase is kind of that phase that everyone dreads. So it's you know, um, your medical maybe is not great. You're you're kind of um, maybe having some medical expenses, and so that one you, you tend to you know have more expenses in the medical uh, phase of of things. Yeah, I think we've seen you know the price of long term care increase and increase and increase, and even get harder to obtain long term yeah. care insurance over the past several years. And I don't see that changing going forward. Definitely not. And the important thing about those three phases that I always try to point out to people is that we don't know how long each one lasts. So, you know, you might have one person who, you know, their travel phase of retirement lasts for 10 years. Their staying home and healthy phase might last six months and, you know, high medical expenses might last two years. You just don't really know. Um, and so at least the way I replicate cash flow and expenses in a retirement plan would be to just kind of have it steadily increase you know, inflation adjusted every single year, even though I know that there might be a point where it would drop off or plateau during that stay home healthy phase in the middle. We just don't know how long it'll last though. So I'd rather kind of know that we can tick up every single year um, rather than, than make any kind of assumptions about how long each phase lasts. Yeah, I think, I think it's a good point and kind of backpacking on that. It is, I think that kind of, um, what's the word, emphasizes a point of keeping up with your advisor, keeping an eye on your cash flow, because, you know, a lot of people think, well, I made it to retirement and now I've actually officially retired. Now I'm good. Well, projections change when cash flow changes like that. Let's say your travel phase, you retire at 60, it lasts 15 years to your 75. The initial plan might not have calculated you spending, you know, $100,000 in travel for, for the next 15 years. So I think it's super important to kind of, you know, stay on track and have a maybe a number or a goal in mind that, okay, we can spend this much this year to make it to towards the 
end or towards the next phase. Granted, we don't know how long that lasts, but I just think it's important to really keep a relationship with your advisor and a close eye on your cash flow during retirement as well. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, we've seen it in 2020. A lot of people had plans to travel yep. this year. Um, and then, you know, COVID happened and now they can't. And so they're actually maybe spending less in those buckets than they used to. Um, and maybe they've doubled up for the future, 2021 or 2022, whenever they can fly again or, or do those things. So, yeah, I mean, we definitely, I think the plan plans are always changing. And so I think, you know, keeping an eye on expenses, while I don't want people to, you know, sit there and budget every single yeah. day of their retirement. Yeah, exactly. I mean, having an understanding of where the money's going and kind of what your range of, you know, comfort is as far as, you know, the low end and the high end as far as spending goes and making sure that you're you're kind of not taking your plan off track, I think is very important. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely agree with that. And it is, you know, important to I just I think to hammer home again that your expenses don't at least, you know, initially don't really change that much from pre-retirement going into retirement. The 75% number, you know, that we talked about, you know, before we came on and even on the podcast is just kind of maybe throw that one out. Yeah. I mean, I think calculate it and then know that it's there and understand exactly how much you can spend. Um, and, and, you know, if you increase your annual spending every single year and it's inflation adjusted, that can have a huge impact on your overall plan versus, you know, oh, I've, I've you know, I need to go buy a car this year and I'm not going to buy another one for 10 years. That actually won't throw the plan off near as much as, you know, an annual or a monthly expense that you have year in and year out. Yeah, yeah. that's And that's a great point. And I guess wrapping up here, is there anything else you wanted to to add to, to close this out here on? on our cash flow episode? No, I think we covered everything. I think, I think the cash, cash flow is important. So, you know, I don't want to be, you know, I'm always, I always feel like I'm kind of the person who's like, nope, you got to pay attention to this, but it, <laughs> it is so very important. And um, just making sure you understand where your expenses are going. Um, Cause I think they'll continue on. Yep. No, that's awesome. So again, everyone, thanks for listening to this episode. I think it's very informative and this is finance in a flash.